This is Cinema Architects, where four future architects sit down and design an awesome movie plot. There's plenty of hard drives. Right. Oh, we're recording? What? Everybody gets so like, what? <laughs> I didn't have my, I didn't have my personality on. I feel naked. Oh, my Josh. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Now people will know the real Robbie. I can't have that. That's right. <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut it, cut Pay it. Pay no it. attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie. Uh, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. And I'm Nate. And uh, we're going to come at you with uh, another idea straight from Nate's noggin today. Hmm. A um, dangerous place to be. Quite right. <laughs> um, and we're not at all sure what's going to come out. Neither is Nate, for that matter. This will be very off the cuff, but I'll bring you guys into it gently. We'll take a nice, quick stroll down this idea and uh, work it out from there. So, as far as genre is concerned, just off the bat, I was thinking a little more quirky with this one. Um, And I kind of thought back, hearkened back to those old ideas of like, that weird old uncle you might have had that grew up on a farmstead or your grandparents that, you know, go out there, boy, go, go, go out and find me a snipe. You know, the mm. old the snipe story, go out and find that or whatever. And I thought, well, Come on, boy, I'll take you all night. Get, <laughs> exactly. Go get out there. I'm going to watch my TV take program. Take a stick with you. <laughs> but um, I was thinking then instead of that, um, something fairly similar where... It's kind of folklore, um, but it's a real thing that exists, and it's this creature that only appears every so often. Chupacabra. It's. I mean, it could be. I have no idea. Chupacabra. I have th- uh, Chupacabra. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so it'll. Is that it'll, all he had? Okay. That's, that was it. That's the idea. It's a creature <laughs> in a field. No, the creature uh, appears in a field, and it will. You know, only manifest itself every so often in every certain location. No one really can track it. Nobody knows much about what it is. Think cryptozoology. Mothman. Sure, but, you know, less moth and less man and more creature. So not Mothman. Not quite a moth. Not, not quite, quite a man. man. A little bit different. Anyway, um, the <laughs> idea is this. What if there was a creature that every so often, if you looked hard enough and you could find it, He's would, actually a Mothman. Would take away a past regret you had. Oh. So it's like a gin creature, but... It's like, like so a like, genie, kind so of. it wouldn't actually take away what happened. You just wouldn't regret it anymore? I don't know. I think it would be more of a time-altery thing. Oh, it's more of something that you wish you always would have done, and yeah. then you end up... Or maybe it, it can... Put you right back in that moment, and you have another chance to make whatever decision that was that you regret again. Like a like a strange benevolent forest guardian type of creature, kind of like, or or just a bumbling, really stupid and confused creature that has this ability that has no idea it has this ability, how to control it, but people just kind of know about. I mean, mysterious. Like, you know, I don't really want to explain the origins of this thing. I just want it to be. You know. I was thinking similar to the lines of like Swiss Army Man, how just a corpse washes on shore and it can just do what it does. There's really no explanation given, I think. Josh, you've seen that. Is there an explanation yep. given for that? Not that I recall. 
Okay, because I haven't seen it, but I don't think that there's an explanation as to why Daniel Radcliffe has, you know, rigor mortis and comes mm. back or whatever. <laughs> I I like that idea. I think it would be really interesting if the creature didn't know what it or maybe not that it's a child. It's just like it's mm-hmm. there and it has no idea. So it like it can get close to people, you know, yeah. and then maybe even form a friendship and then all of a sudden that person like some one day they just stare at each other's eyes for some reason i don't know and it's just gone and then we're just like what did i do what what just happened why are they gone oh just so sad all the time because he's like i make these friends and they all disappear from me oh <laughs> is this probably going to take place from the point of view of the creature then I was thinking it would take place from whoever is on this journey to find it. Okay, so they they have a general idea of how it works? Yeah, like an old creepy uncle of them tells them about it, similar to a snipe, and, you know, like, oh, like, you and your dumb snipe stories again, you know, uncle, you know, it's like, oh, no, like, this... This happened like 20 years ago. Ask your father about this one. You shouldn't know. go to that forest grove. You know, there's an Indian graveyard over there. <laughs> Might want to be careful, see? Don't, shouldn't be digging nothing up. Might come across something you don't like. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was thinking more along the lines of what if it was the person that was kind of going on this quest, this self-discovery, this correction of something that they did and kind of dealing with people around him saying, oh, you're crazy and blah, blah, blah. And maybe him like just montage of him, you know, going out into other fields and like looking around and stuff. And, oh, let's go over here into the woods. It's not there. Let's go back here. He goes out at night. He goes out in early morning. He goes in the winter. He goes in the fall. He's looking. He's looking. He's reading stuff in the library. He looks at a YouTube video. It's just a Rick Roll video. But, you know, he tried. (laughs) And so then... He finds it eventually, and I think he has a moment of hesitation, or she, because I have absolutely nothing to find for this whatsoever. Has a moment of hesitation. Really use they more often. They, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, just, just it. No, I mean, it. last last time I I, <laughs> I specified girl as the the protagonist, and I think we rolled with that pretty nice. But if you're ambiguous about it, then yes, they. It's, uh, they, they is the right. They say good. Them. Yes. Them. <laughs> um, okay, humor me for a sec. I'm humoring you. Humor me. Um, okay, so I'm just going <laughs> to... I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> Y'all bitches. <laughs> All of you bitches. Whatever. Except you, Josh. You just... You, you, mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> you got it. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're all bitches. Oh, you have been humored, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Nate, you were saying... <laughs> <laughs> done (laughs) i'm done okay i'm done yeah yeah are you are you okay so overview of a story what if you what if you cut back between this guy trying to find this thing and also this thing meeting these people and then they randomly disappear and you have no idea like it's whatever you find out that the creature is nice you're not not nice just like it's there you know like it's, it's not, not aggressive a, it's not aggressive it's not evil i pictured and it like, like a deer you know yeah okay have you ever seen princess mononoke 
I have no idea what anything you just said means. Damn it. I know what it is. It's a Ghibli film. I just film. have not seen it's it. It's a Ghibli film? Shut up. I don't know. It's my a Studio just... Ghibli film, you know, like My Neighbor Totoro or mm. Howl's Moving Castle or Spirited, Spirited Away. Away. I've With seen Bl- Spirited Away, which is fantastic. But my brother just saw it again and he's like, it's not as good as I remember. And he liked Princess whatever. Mononoke? Yeah, better. Okay. Is Roanoke? Mononoke. <laughs> <laughs> not North Carolina. Um... No, because in in that there's like a, it's like there's like a forest guardian thing, which is like the first thing when you describe this, I thought kind of that, and it's like a forest guardian, it's like a deer, and it's got these like huge tree like antlers, and oh. then like and like for most of what you see and see it at the beginning, it's like you see kind of it looking away in the back end of it, and then it looks towards the camera, and it's like there's it's just like a flat face, there's no deer snout or anything, Ugh. and it's just like this. It's not it's not quite a human face, but it's just flat and weird and it's like kind the, of ugly. The why you know do this meme face? No, <laughs> it's it's the forever alone meme face. It's like weird and red and painted or something. It's not a rage face. You clawed. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> no, I mean visually, I don't know what I. I mean, just more of the aspects of how this creature reacts to the world around it. I picture more of a deer just yeah. innocently wandering, and then like maybe yeah, it'll I'll get spooked. It maybe it'll befriend people, but you know, it's a wild animal. Like it's you know, yeah. unpredictable, but it will not attack. It'll right. just run away just or come closer to you. Okay, so that's what I was thinking. That it was cut back into that. Other people like interacting with it mm-hmm. just they're in the woods or wherever mm-hmm. they're at and then him trying to find it and then you go back and forth and these people are disappearing and you have no idea like you're just like what the hell is happening and then i think this guy finds it and then you're in the perspective of what he's going through and he disappears but you then see him go back to a moment in time mm-hmm. whereas like because we have no idea what this thing does, we're just like, what, 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 like, what, what did he just do? And I say, like, let's not, when he goes back in time, like, cue the 80s music. Everybody has, like, yeah, like, we don't know where he's at right away. And then we figure it out. And by the end of it, we figured out that's like this is what its superpower is for some reason we just figured out austin's clues we just figured out right Right. because we're really smart all right nate take take a quick look at this i I pulled it up we're looking at the pictures now so there you can kind of see it it's like low res right there it is red there's its face jeez it's like a baboon yeah it's kind of like a baboon face baboon with a beard yeah it's it's weird and creepy but that's kind of what i thought Visually, I had no idea. I kind of drew inspiration from where the wild things are. Just a big, hairy mess of something that runs around. Okay. I kind of like the idea of it being really, really freaking hairy. Like it's tripping over itself half the time. And it's just literally clumsily smacking and everything. So when you find it, you're just like, how the freaking hell has (laughs) nobody found this thing? (laughs) Because it is so like not hidden at all. Lumbering and idiotic. Just a moronic looking goofball of a thing. Like absolutely. non-threatening and just very like ostentatious with its movements and like you know almost begging to be found but you know that's where he has that moment of hesitation before like oh wait is this something i really want is this gonna make me a different person you know yeah i also like the fact like 
it's almost float like the hair is floating like it's yeah. in water Ooh. and that's how it's moving or whatever grody i like that yeah wait it, like it's it's physically not in water but it looks like the hair is in water the right whole time. like the hair is like floating around it kind oh. of and like in waves as it's walking that's good you know it's good not necessarily gross but just like like tons of just, static somebody just ran up and rubbed a big balloon on it and ran off yeah kind of but it's like the the hair still flows you know like and it's just flowing let in it mid-air. flow let through it, you lost exactly <laughs> <laughs> it just looks very otherworldly you okay. know like it's not in this world which it might not be it might be an like it's not quite being. affected by the physics of the earth as we are right gotcha right mm-hmm. words yes which makes it more plausible why it can mess with time because it gotcha. knows it maybe it lives in that dimension who knows that's fair so I think we have a decent understanding of what we want this creature to be and act like. Now, what about the rest of it? Hmm. What? That's the tough part. That is the tough part. I was thinking, what is something that people would regret? Something that would cause them to go looking for a creature like this? Is it, Maybe oh, they I just wish like... I would have said something to this guy before he died. Yeah. I wish I hadn't said this. I wish I would have danced with that girl that one time. I wish I would have not forgotten to do this maybe like when they were in like first grade or something they like yelled when they weren't supposed to and they got called out for it and that just haunts them to Mm -hmm. this day for some weird reason yeah i mean what what is it yeah (laughs) right and so getting into the mechanics of it are they going back and then that's where they start their life over or are they just gonna go back go into that moment and then boom they're back in I think boom, time. they're back in okay. real time. Okay, I was I was kind of leaning towards that because we're not going very. I don't think we should go existential. Like this shouldn't be no. like a grim movie. It's I just kind like, of I kind of like that idea though, where it's like if you go back to fix the regret, then you're starting from that point again, and you have yeah, to relive like that, that next eighteen years. It's yep. it's really that's that's good. There's a an anime out there called Erased that kind of does that, um, where this guy can like go back in time to like fix these is this another one of those jiggly films no gosh <laughs> fuck <laughs> no <Okay. laughs> um and he can go back in time to like fix these uh really bad looking situations or something and then um you know he goes back like a, a few minutes in some cases and he's like riding his bike and then at one point like it looks like this person's gonna die and he goes back like all the way until he's in like third grade or something he's like what the hell's happening and he has to live for like months as like this grown-up in a third grader's body like what do I have to fix to get back? And it's, and like, and sometimes he does go back like midway through and he's like, what changed? And then somehow he goes back. It's, it's an interesting little series. Yeah. I guess, I guess for me, why I would like it to just go back after that moment is just because what is the feel of this movie? You know, is it a draw? If it's a drama, then yeah, maybe we should go back and they should have to live out the rest of their life. But if it's more like, Light-hearted. Has anyone here seen The Lobster by chance? No. Oh yeah. No. Damn it. Sorry. Wow. I'm I'm that guy now. Well, just give a give a gist. I mean, just the, the is t- that a jiggly film? It's not a jiggly <laughs> film. It's got real life people. It's got a real life uh, Colin Trevorrow. No, that's the Colin director. Farrell. Colin Farrell. Trevorrow. Trevorrow of Jurassic World fame. Oh. Um. Uh. Colin Farrell is in it, and the the tone is is somewhat quirky but also at the same time very dramatic too like it has a lot of moments that are just like absurd comedy like people are saying little things like 
oh, like, how was your laundry this morning? You know, and they're both butt naked and they're just talking about small talk like that, like it's normal. And there's other moments where, you know, it's just very serious and because it's about relationships, that movie. It's about finding your soulmate. If you don't find your soulmate in, I don't know, it's like a two-week period, you will get turned into an animal for the rest of your life. But right. the animal is of your choosing. That's the premise. And it's both very quirky and very kind of serious at the same time. And I was thinking kind of around that lens. I didn't really want to make this a horror because we've done lots of horror, although it could easily Sorry be a horror. <laughs> um, no. Um, and it could have been a drama completely, but I thought, you know, let's have some fun with it. Like what if, what if one of the people looking for this thing, like maybe it's an aunt, the only person that believes him and she wants to find it because she forgot to water her plants like a week ago. And instead of actually taking care of her plants now to bring them better to health, she just wants to go back to that moment and water them the so first wait, time. But you, so you're saying that there are some people that know what this thing does? I mean, people know. It's folklore. No one really knows, but we think we know. Like, you know, quote unquote, what Paul Bunyan is, but you've never freaking met Paul Bunyan, and no one's ever met Paul Bunyan. It's so like it's just gators in the sewer right. situation. It's just stories that are passed down, but everybody kind of hears. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying <laughs> it's a big phony. <laughs> fake news. Um, but what I'm saying, so everybody knows that this creature, well, I'm sorry, everybody knows that this Maybe the local and, yokels do. I don't know about like, you know, in New York City, local, you know, hairy creature stumbles into Times Square, millions granted wishes, more at 11, you know. Right, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I like the fact that people don't know that it grants wishes. Maybe a couple do, maybe like some no, weirdo no. in the woods I, does. I think, I think you get like two creepy uncles because right. every uncle is creepy in this story. And one of them was just like, yeah, if you can, if you can find it you can you can go back in time and you can undo a regret and the other guy's like actually the last time we saw jimmy go up to it he was whisked away never to be seen again <laughs> you know because like if you were to be with somebody and all of a sudden they're literally like just popped away to your perspective they're gone and he vanished in a puff of light and maybe when jimmy you know changed his regret it trajected his life in such a way that he no longer came back to that community and would be missing to their perspectives right i guess yeah i i don't know again i still like the idea of them no them just thinking that it just makes people disappear yeah not knowing what happens oh yeah i i argue we should be playing with the fact is this a good thing is this a bad thing right yes right. i agree with that because they're what the perspective that everybody else gets i shouldn't say everybody like nobody thinks this is real but the perspective that the creepy uncles have is just like this this kid just literally disappeared like that's it so they think it's not necessarily evil but just like it's gonna get you you know <laughs> like it's gonna happen yeah I'll get you maybe you have like a story a story where he's telling this guy who's looking for it now but you know we have a flashback or whatever and he's like listening to it as like a bedtime story and it's one of those like you know you better go to sleep or right. witchawa will get you whatever we call <laughs> it let's do witchawa there, there i'm pretty sure it's a it scooby-doo villain but i can't <laughs> remember <laughs> to save my life <laughs> Like Zoinks, it's the Witchawa school. That that kind of sounds like it. whatever. It's fine. We it's for now. It's Old the man Wichawa. Peters warned us about this. <laughs> so, like wow. I mean, I think it's a it's a quirky movie. Like you have the old lady who literally wants to find it just so that her flowers are watered for that morning, even though like they're a little wilted. And if you were to take more than a little bit more care with them in the future, you you could nurse them back. But she's like, no, I just want, I just want it fixed, 
and maybe she's got other bigger problems that are very prevalent, but she's like, nope, just the flowers. That's all I want. Like, not doing this again. I won those flowers. They were gonna they were gonna be state fair first prize flowers, and I'm not losing this year, you know, or whatever. Can she be the B plot? She can be the B plot. Like I mean, I don't know. I, I I find that a lot of stories we create seem to be one character centric. So I was trying to create a maybe a, a small group of people, true believers, if you will. Um, um kind of go on the quest. musical yeah. was an ensemble. Besides. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Caboodle the Musical on podcast now. That's right. Yes. Check it out. Go to that back catalog and strain your back looking for all the other episodes. Wichua is not taken, so that is what the creature is named <laughs> now. Wichua. Canonically, it happened. Good. Also, it starts with W like Wendigo, so it kind of freaks me out, but uh, other than that, it's fine. The Wendigo. Do you know what a Wendigo is, Austin? I do from the really terrible. Uh, Lone Ranger movie. There's a oh. Wendigo in that? Yeah. Huh. With Johnny Depp and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't the main guy... The main guy is a Wendigo, because they, like, eat people to get their strength or whatever. Huh. Yeah, cannibals, yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I never that's, thought that's, of it that way. The, that's him. They call him a Wendigo. Huh. They literally say it in the movie. It's very okay. different interpretation in Until Dawn, the video game. Yeah. That's, a, that's another fun one. I want to say there's one in, like, The Wolf Among Us 2 or something. Yeah, I can't remember. There's one in Supernatural, because I was just like, what the heck? All these Wendigos are popping up in my life, and I'd never heard of them. Like, it's, it's Wendigo week all of a sudden. <laughs> Wendigo week. Okay, anyways, we're not doing something that creepy, though. No, 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 we don't creepy. want that. No, no we don't want no, that. No, we don't. It's we like don't. the Pokemon Tangler. You know, he's kind of adorable, uh, but Tangela. kind of disgusting. Is that, it's Tangela? Tangela. Josh, is it Tangela? Tangela. Fuck. You, you were close. In fourth generation, it got an evolution called Tangrowth. I apologize it for my did. lack of original 150 Pokemon. Yeah, that's not I the best like looking. Tangrowth. Uh, have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the best looking. No, it's not. Should have just kept it as is. They should have made it better in the first place. Should have made it a better Pokemon. Yeah. Welcome to Pokemon Corner. What if we had three main characters-ish that we're following? Two of them are side. One of them is the main. The one wants to go back in time and change something because he truly, awfully regrets it. One wants to go back in time. So wait, one... So these people do know that it goes back in time. I'm so confused. I mean, like, you'd think. You don't know for sure. You have to take it on faith. Some people think it just disappears. Some other people have heard deeper things that it, like, goes back in time. For okay. every two books in the library that he finds that says, you know, it grants wishes, another two books say that it's caused the disappearance of 12 people in the county or something. The episode of Lore probably says something different, too. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was the thought process there. And I just was curious if we could follow a wide breadth of, well, wider breadth of perspectives of one guy who wants to go back in time because he regrets something. Another guy wants to go back in time because they're just kind of lazy and they do regret it, but like it's not a real big deal. It's kind of spilt milk. And another person who doesn't want them to find it, period, because he doesn't believe in it, therefore it can't exist. I was going to suggest like a total nihilist. If if not if they're not all sure that they're going to go back in time, then maybe one of them can just be like, "Look, I heard this thing disappears. Yeah, 
and I think I want to disappear myself because Ooh, my like life that. sucks. That's, I like that way better. Okay, because see, that's why I was. I want. I still want them to not. That's know. fair. I don't want them to know anything about this, as other than the fact that it makes you disappear. Because I don't want the audience to know that this thing. Or maybe makes the you, guy wants to capture it because he's like, I got lots of people in my life. I could wish I could make disappear. <laughs> I got lots of peeps that need disappearing. <laughs> Actually, I do. I do I like, really that. like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay, I think that's one guy in the woods. Oh, I love it. I think it's gonna be good. Or can it just be that crazy lady who just like wants to disappear the competition for yes! the flower yes! festival? She says to the guy like, "Oh, I just want to fix the flower because I didn't water it." And then like you know, we get an aside later of just like, "Oh, I'm gonna make all those people disappear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna win this for Wait, sure." It grants wishes. I mean, no, it just. Sends you back sends to the you- point of what you most regret so that you have the option to change it again. I believe that's the established for true mechanic, and the right, other sure. things are speculations on the character oh, part. Okay. Right. Yeah. But- and then another is just like a, a crypto zoologist, I'm assuming, who just mm. wants to find this thing. That could be interesting, yeah. Like some nerdy guy who kind of descended upon this small town, local yokel, you know, farmland area and just is putting up with all the craziness, all the quirky people around him just Mm -hmm. so. And he thinks the hotel he's staying at has really good coffee. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But the Wi-Fi just isn't there, you know, it's just just really annoying. Um, And this is all in Kepler. (laughs) (laughs) So then who would be our antagonist if we have those different protagonists all looking for something? A group of side characters. Do we, is there some sort of native people in the woods, or maybe not even native, just hippies in the woods that just want to protect this thing? Hmm. I was going to say someone in the parks department. Smoky, oh, so they the bear. Do you think they don't believe in this thing, but they're just like pissed off that these people are like in the woods because they could be killing other <laughs> All things? These damn people in the woods. I hate it. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> hey, you don't like, have your forester stickers on your cars. I'm have to ask y'all <laughs> to get off the public park. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who your antagonist would be. Or maybe the or maybe the government does know that this thing exists. Maybe That'd the antagonist kind of is is a counter creature that sends people forwards in time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the moment right before your death, hopefully you find the right one. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. And this I one wouldn't is, even go looking. This one's like a the opposite of an albino, albino like a panther to a leopard. It's just oh all black God. fur and everything and it's got beady red oh, eyes. Oh good and, lord. And it and it actively hunts people and it sends them forward and then they die. I don't mind that wrinkle. I just want more of a persistent threat on the characters as they're always looking for it and eventually at the end they find it kind of thing. And who would be trying to stop them from accomplishing this? Yeah. The Forest Service. The forest government. Service, the government. They don't want people to know that this thing exists. Hmm. I don't know. Although that is a very overused trope, but Yeah, eh. government. Someone who changed their past and likes it less now. Oh, maybe one of the creepy uncles who knows about it did that. And he's like, now I'm yeah. in this shithole town and I'm stuck here. Yep. Uncle Leo. Yes. Uh, yep. Did we decide, by the way, if, we, if they do go back right away or if they're stuck there? 
and oh, then they live live it through. The way I pictured it is like poof, you're there, and like your consciousness, like you are gone. Your physical body, when you see this thing, has disappeared, disappeared. It did, and then like you go back to that moment, and then that moment, you know, probably takes place over about five minutes. It's a you know butterfly effect because I did this. Now this happens, and then you're you know poofed back to current time. Hmm. Austin, you okay. are a proponent of you staying in the past, right? No, I'm a proponent of that. Oh, okay. Going right back. Because Bumping then, right back. Yeah, because then it also makes sense that you don't go back to that same moment because mm-hmm. I'm sure that changed something in your life to where you're in a very different place. Well, now. and the thing, I don't know what you would do then is if someone goes back, what happens with like the rest of the characters and the story that was happening in the present? Like, I don't know how you could narratively pick back up on that. Yeah, I suppose if the, it's not a single protagonist. It's unless a if tough. you want to like put a funny like, you know, 30 years later title card and all of a sudden like the guy shows up again. Do a Star well, Wars I guess, wipe or something. But the Brrr. thing is, is like that, I guess that specific mechanic doesn't actually matter until we as the audience goes back with them. Because all the audience is seeing is this, somebody's disappearing. Whether mm-hmm. they live all that or go back right away... For a moment. Doesn't matter. It does, no, it really doesn't. It's all based on perspective. But what would be interesting is during this time, the cryptozoologist like, is with this couple let's say that are camping in the woods or whatever. And they're, they're just kind of there being like, Oh, we heard about this story. Like it's kind of cool. He goes out into the woods. We, we cut to a scene and he sees this creature or whatever. And then he disappears. And then all of a sudden his wife doesn't know he exists. He's talking to the, he, he wakes up and he's like, do you know where your husband is? And she's just like, what husband? What husband? Like, I've been out here alone. And, like, his campsite is gone. And he's just Ooh, like, what is going on right now? Like, what is happening? They're she, forecasting further doubt on whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, this creature. Right. Right. But also, like, you're just like, what? What? how does that happen? Like, mm-hmm. did the creature take all his stuff? Like, what is happening? Like, why doesn't she remember him? As the audience, you're just like, what is going on or whatever. Gotcha. And then that would give the ending a little more, like it, it give it, it gives a it little more bit. of a like suspense as to, oh my God, is he about to like completely ruin himself from existence or is this going to work and our character is going to get what uh, he wants? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, another thought that yeah. the audience will have is like, cause you could just, just show like existence. that guy, like yeah. find it and all of a sudden zap, he's gone. And then we kind of get the aftermath. We don't see his perspective of going back and we're just like, oh my God, he was just zapped away. Like this is a bad, this is a bad thing. Right. All the bad stories were true. Right. Or may, okay, then maybe, oops, sorry. So it's not, so people don't get into their heads that he's just zapped out of existence. Maybe there's randomly another guy in her tent then. Ooh, and be like, this is, be. this is my husband. Like, what are you, who, who's Mark? This is my husband, Ryan, or whatever. And he's just like, what, this guy was never with us. Like, what, where did he come from? Like, gotcha. what do you mean he's your husband? It's like like, uh, like s- Sleepy Greg and uh, Rick and Morty, that one episode. <laughs> right. All the side right. characters. <laughs> I'm Sleepy Cherry. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, what, what is going on? And then that, yeah, I don't know. That would, that would be interesting. It would fuck with the audience's mind. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I, I like that because then it, it adds further suspense to, you know, 
the finally getting of the MacGuffin, which is this creature. And then you as an audience is like, well, we saw this, but it could have been that that was a regret he had and that changed his life in such a way that he no longer got married with her, but it could have also just zapped him from existence at the same time. Like, you're left wondering. Right. So then, yeah, maybe, maybe that old guy, one of the creepy uncles who found it a long time ago, wants to find it again or stop them from using it. Either stop them from using it or find it and kill it because that, that thing ruined it, his life. I think he wants to kill it, probably. He doesn't sound like an overly smart person, and the easiest thing to do would be to shoot kill it, it, right? Just shoot it. Yeah. Oh, because then that's an interesting commentary on you get to go back to the moment you regret the most, but maybe even with your hindsight, there was no clear best answer, and it still right. isn't going to work out as well as you think it might have, even years later looking back on it. Right. Which is an inch. I think that's a really interesting kind of perspective you can lend to the the narrative of this piece. So I like that. So we have got creepy old uncle or aunt. I mean, it doesn't matter. Chasing after this group, either kind of stalking them a little bit, maybe trying maybe, to maybe stop them. Maybe he's just like, because there's the cryptozoologist, he's thinking like, oh, this guy can find this yeah. thing. And maybe he's just like, those idiots don't have a chance, but this yuppie city boy, he'll find him. Right, all right. right. I just have to be patient. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he talks to himself all the time. Maybe oh, there is. He's isn't. creepy. Yeah, he's maybe, creepy because all the uncles in this movie are creepy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I apologize to all the uncles listening to this, but <laughs> so many creepy. Creepy uncles. So many creepy uncles. So many of them. You have to balance. You have to find a normal just, one in this freaking movie. Just shave your mustache and put on a new shirt. <laughs> put on a new shirt. Good lord. <laughs> you know, and no more microwave dinners. No. Crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, no, I really I like, like how this is shaping out. So then we've got side character which i love because that side character lady is kind of great she's she kind of wants a shitty thing to happen but like we get to follow her side arc you know yeah and she's just like she is evil but also she's just like but ridiculous not, evil yeah, not, to where you're just like, like a, i want them okay. dead just like i want to win this award because i'm so petty you know Right. Well, I mean, she does want them. To, I mean, they're well, disappearing. Well, dis- Everybody thinks they're gone. dead. Right. I. I mean, you as an audience, you're just like you're. This is a despicable person. No, but you're just no. like you. You're kind of kind shitty. of a warped you're, personality. You're, yeah. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. <laughs> and then we got the cryptozoologist who's just there, kind of for the the wide eyed wonderment, thrill of it all, and struggling to you know expense his trip because he should be working because he's burning up all his vacation times, you know, on a, on a snipe hunt or whatever. Right. Um, and then we have the main character who truly has a moment that he wants to go back and change. And maybe we don't allude to what that is. Maybe we give brief hints to it, but we don't tell what it is until that moment happens. I, I like that. I like that approach. That'd be good. I don't want any flashbacks or something before that. I would just like, like contextual clues like he pulls something out of his backpack or something and it's yeah. like um a burnt piece of chapstick or something yeah something like that or he's just like i want to i want to go back to this dance or whatever and then like you know he he texts this person he went to high school but then, with but a then lot. i tried to i tried to be cool and impress my date so i lit up a piece of chapstick and said it was drugs and then i had to go to the er later that night <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, what if what if it was like you? He keeps saying, "I want to go back to the day that this dance happened, or whatever." And you, as an audience member, keep thinking that, like, "Oh, it's about this girl." So we get to this perspective. He's there. It's you know, it's the streamers, the balloons, the slow dance is happening. 
There she is on the other side of the dance floor. They make eye contact. He instantly looks away, walks out to the back, gets on the phone, calls his dad and says like, I love you or whatever, because his dad just was admitted to like the ER, but he didn't know it at that time because he was too busy partying. And that was his regret kind of thing. We're like, you think it's about the dance, but actually it's about the family drama that he was too uninvolved with at the time to pay attention to. Mm. And then to pay mm-hmm. homage to his dad, he took out his chapstick and his lighter, and, and he lit one like, up. This is for you, dad. This is for you. And then he becomes one of the creepy uncles. <laughs> <laughs> so thus is the fate of anybody in that small <laughs> this town. Is the fate of all who smoke chapstick. <laughs> so, so how does this guy know that this is what this creature does? You don't. That's the fun part. He as an, doesn't. No one does. As an audience member, after watching that other random guy who just as a tourist is like, what are y'all doing out here? Disappears. We then get to the final moment and like he's slowly inching toward and the music's building and you're just like, is he about to fucking vanish? Like, is this about, did he just do all this to die in theory? Oh, so this is the guy who is regretting is also the cryptozoologist no 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 that's no, okay. different uh, okay. different different person okay well we all have regrets we do true true we all would and that's why you know they're all kind of there at the same time obviously like the cryptozoologist right, wants to all... find the creature but i mean you know yeah, he, he also regrets you know b- back in high school he had these friends and everything and he's like um, you know what i'm kind of going different direction than you guys and they they fell behind and they just became chapstick smokers what if his <laughs> what if his perspective is he has regrets but every time like they have any campfire story where they stop and the characters dialogue with each other like well, so what's your regret and he's like i don't know i got plenty of them but he can't think of a specific one right he never gives a specific answer like yeah i've got regrets but they're not big enough for him to truly actually give a shit. But he's like, yeah, if it works, it will. You know, I could change a regret of something. Hmm. But maybe he doesn't have one that like this one moment defined my life and everything was ruined. Maybe he's more like, well, like that sucked, but like this also sucked. But you know, that wasn't that bad because that happened and then this happened. And he has a different perspective because that's what I like about these characters all going after it is they all have completely different perspectives on what they hope to find. But they're all united in the cause of finding it. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I like that. So, that's just my... Yeah. Yeah. Do we, uh, do we have anything else to add to this? I, I don't I know. Do we I wrap had, up the I end? I thought I had something and I think I lost it. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think more so resolutely what the ending condition of this Ooh, right. looks like. Yeah, I think we should take care of that before we cast anything. I agree. So what is the regret? Oh, the dude? Yeah. Not the father thing? I thought... I, th- I, I, was, you, I like I, the I father thing. Yeah, I fine. think it worked, yeah. Um, I think... Okay, so he disappears. We see that little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think we go back into the present. Correct. And I think the weird uncle shoots the creature. He yeah. Sh- he shoots him. And these, the people that just basically want to just use this creature. <laughs> Does he shoot it? And he's just like, no regrets. <laughs> just <laughs> walks <laughs> off. <laughs> Probably. Puts on, puts on sunglasses. <laughs> fuck, the creature fucking oh explodes behind him. He's, he's definitely <laughs> the <laughs> Bill Murray character in Caddyshack in this one. Um, he Okay, I think he shoots it. 
Uh, yeah, I think he just walks away. He doesn't even check to see if it dies. He doesn't even say a word. Maybe no. he just pauses, looks at all of them, and then just keeps walking. And then keeps walking away. Just doesn't care. He's and like, then these people are just like, done. yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. And then these people, I think, then try to revive. And I think it's a happy ending. I think the, the creature gets revived. He probably, I don't know, fixes himself. It's got magical powers. I oh, don't know. I thought he would blissfully slip into the next world. With the creature now being Maybe dead. A sweet release of death, finally. <laughs> I've just been setting folks back in time. It's very exhausting. I hate it. What else so I can talk? <laughs> what if after it gets shot, it, it vanishes similarly to what the guy vanished? Ooh. Maybe. And, and mean, then you're like, does it manifest again? Who knows? That's the thing. Maybe you don't okay. tell the audience this, but let's just take our director's chair behind the scenes and we'll plot out what is happening, but we don't tell the audience. But basically, what if the life cycle of this creature is such that it doesn't really die? It just, when it dies, it reverts back to the time when it wasn't dead kind of thing. In a weird metaphysical interdimensional thing right fun well if it is from the fourth dimension it's something with time yeah what <laughs> fourth dimension is time well if we're uh yeah if, if we're getting real scientific about it if it's from the fourth dimension it will be have to do with time um fifth and sixth we're not going to talk about those today uh neil degrasse tyson here um nothing at all about this makes any logical sense at all actually if we look to astrology in the stars. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stop right. being such a fucking buzzkill. Gosh. Yeah. Let us have fun. Lightsabers are cool in the air. <laughs> Enjoy that shit. Well, no, we've made it when he critiques our podcast. There oh we go. My oh, God. my God. Maybe. Maybe. I, yeah. Yep. He's the day when like... we get a shitty critical tweet from Neil. <laughs> I heard you made fun of me. <laughs> I think we'd be done. Like, li- we I can't get any better. No. We no. couldn't get any better than that. That'll be the end of it. Yeah. The, the series finale. <laughs> okay so yeah, thanks for no, listening I, to this limited run podcast which we knew would end as soon as neil tweeted at us uh it's right. been a great run <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i like okay yeah it disappears i think that's the ending yeah because yeah i mean then it's then it's just like big orchestral swell, then some french what's horns. really f- fun not funny like ironic about it is the people who are going after this thing, it just gets shot right in front of them. They don't get to do anything and they probably regret doing this whole thing. The cryptozoologist regrets doing this whole thing. The most. The guy who was most invested regrets it now the most because it's been a biggest waste of time. But the old lady kind of shrugs it off and is like, you know, I guess I could just kind of mend my flower back. I can I can work with this. Right. But like I like <laughs> that they all have different end conditions. Motivations. Yeah. yeah. They have different motivations and their their arcs end differently, even right. though they're all invested differently. Right. It's good. So yeah, I really like that. And then maybe if you want, you can do the inception, like we cut to a field at night and all of a sudden like you can hear like the cries of this thing in the distance, but maybe it's not that thing because it sounds like a loon. Because right. we're in Minnesota. No, and then it goes all the way down to the grass, <laughs> and then we can see a spinning top. Ooh, is it going to fall down? Right? And, and then Christopher Nolan walks what? into frame. He's like, <laughs> what camp are you in? What what camp are you all in? Did it? Is it falling? Is it falling? The top? Is the top falling? It was, it was going to fall. Mm. It was going to fall. I'm, I'm boringly more on the lines of Chris Nolan. It doesn't matter if it was going to fall or not. It doesn't matter. <sighs> I'm saying it fell just because I don't want... I, d- I don't want it to not end and have a nice ending to where he's not in a dream anymore. So I want it to fall. 
you like your movies wrapped up in a nice little I bow like that. I really do. It's okay because I made the same. I'm on the same side as you are, so it's whatever. Yeah. Um, I think we're good then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm pretty. Gosh, you didn't say what camp you were in. What camp are you Josh, in? Josh? What camp are you in? It was not gonna fall. It's not gonna. Fall. It's, okay. It doesn't. Right. It, I mean, right. Nate's right. It doesn't matter. But. <laughs> <laughs> Does anything really it was, it was We're all going to die. It was intentionally ambiguous, but I don't think it was going to fall. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, uh, it's good to have opinions, even when they're wrong. Um, <laughs> oh so uh, with that, I think we should just, uh, let's get to casting. Cue the music. And we're back. Uh, and we have four good-ass casting choices for you to hear from today. That's right. Good-ass indeed. Um, do we want to start with the protagonist? Sure, sure. Or, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, why not? I'll give it a start. Um, for the protagonist, I thought it would be someone probably a little bit younger, maybe in the teens, you know, but not too young to where it's like, you know, a kid can't lead this expedition. But at the same time, like... I wanted someone a little bit younger because that's an interesting perspective of already having regret at age like 18 or 20 or something, you mm. know, a big one like that. Um, and so my pick is Kiernan Shipka. And for the uninitiated out there, she plays Sally Draper on Mad Men. And I picked you her. You really love Mad Men. Yeah, I does, don't you? love Mad Men. And I will die on that Mad Men hill. <laughs> How I'm not surprised. You? Not surprised. Dare you? But I mean, she's a great actress. She, as a as a child actress, I've never seen such a wide range of emotion and a nice performance. Like it's not over the top for, as far as kids are concerned. You know, it's it's very level and even paced. And I, I think, I mean, on a, there's a reason that the brother character is recast like every other episode, and she's stayed the same <laughs> the whole time. She's great. So I pick her as my cast pick. Um, you know what? I'll go next. Um, <laughs> I, I cast the, uh, the the strange old lady uh, who wants to win the flowers at the state fair and everything. Um, it's Meryl, Meryl Streep. It's Meryl Streep. Yeah, it is. It's Meryl Streep. Meryl. And yeah, you know, I rest my case. Uh, I'll pick up my check on the way out. It's been a good podcast. Thanks, Robbie. Woo! Austin, do you want it? For real? Oh, for real? Yeah, were you actually? It's Meryl Streep. Oh yeah! Oh my god! It's Meryl Streep. She's back, everybody. I'm, and this is a real clap now. Oh, we applaud you. She'd be a good old lady. Because she's good at everything. I mean, uh, there we go. She could play the hunky eighteen-year-old male protagonist in an action film. My old lady. There we go. We're we're gonna get an Oscar with this one, at she's, least for best supporting actress. Yeah, oh, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. She's in her element. Sweet, she is. <laughs> I see her putting in a very Julia and Julie performance. Like, oh, must, must win the plot contest. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, awesome. Awesome. Well. Crab, you should have went last. Anyways, uh, <laughs> oh, did I steal your thunder with you, my amazing pick? Right. Really did. <laughs> Doesn't get damaged better than that, my friends. So, I did the cryptozoologist, and I picked Jeffrey Wright. Oh, I love Jeffrey I Wright. Love Jeffrey Who is he again? What he's is he Felix is, Leiter from uh, the new James Bonds, and he's also yes. one of the main protagonists of Westworld. Of Westworld, and yep. he also has a small supporting role in the Hunger Games series. Yes. Is uh, Beatty? 
in the Hunger Games. He's white, right? Nope. Uh, no. Oh, he's a black no. guy in Westworld. Yep. Yes. Okay. Then, yes, I know who he is. What is the case? He is Arnold. Arnold. Arnold in West. Yes. yes Arnold yes, yes. in Westworld. Okay. That's right. Yes. He's, he's, yes. He has a good pick. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's great. great well, that's a good pick. I just Jeez. want to see the utter the look of utter disappointment as it gets just blown away at the end, and he's out in the field like, I wasted like, my I time. I just waste. Yeah, I like, could have filmed really? James Bond twenty five. It was in this <laughs> right. movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. This is pretty much fucking pro bono for me. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, pick up my check at the way out. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, for the uncle, I cast Seth Green. Whoa! I was inspired by a picture of his that I saw. Uh, he's got a grizzly beard. He's got a gray beard. Kind of had long hair that he'd pulled back. Yeah, I couldn't huh. tell if it was in a ponytail, but he looked... Uh, yeah, he looked, he, looked he looked like he could be an uncle. Like he okay. could be a creepy, weird uncle. I like and that. All right. He's All got right. enough charm and charisma to be able to pull off a joke here and there. Oh, yeah. To, uh, to, to bait you into, into his creepiness. <laughs> right, right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> you know, like, I, I can see that because he kind of does a little bit of that in uh, the beloved film Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Oh, yes. Where he plays the, the, oh, the curator and you're not sure if he's one of the guys who's the evil guy. The more Scooby-Doo references <laughs> we can make, the better this podcast Damn it. becomes right. every time. Damn it. <laughs> That's right. Robbie, don't be the Scrappy-Doo of this podcast. Yeah. I'm the Scrappy-Doo of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. Would we be called Podsters Inc.? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, why didn't we name? We're renaming. We'd like to we're thank you all for everybody. joining this, was, this has been the, the series. Run. Yep. This is we're the last becoming, one. We're going to rebrand ourselves. Yep. That's right. And we're only talking about Scooby-Doo from now on. You can check so out I our thought- Instagram at Zoinks. <laughs> So anyway, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, I thought, was very underrated. Oh, it's and, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it scared the heck out of me. It's not underrated. It's great. It's Everybody loves it. Oh, everyone loves everyone it? Everyone loves it. It's the greatest movie. It's the everyone greatest Scooby-Doo movie. Everyone loves it, okay. <laughs> everyone tells me what a fine movie it is. <laughs> they say it's tremendous. You've done a wonderful job. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, it's been a good episode of uh, Cinema Architects. Um, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and everything. And, you know, I say that... Every episode, but uh, I, I know we've got a bunch of listeners out there, and uh, I know we've got a bunch of iOS listeners. Thousands. So not not to thousands, thousands. I you know what thousands. many thousands I would say, and <laughs> not to guilt anybody, but uh, you rate know, us, damn it! You know who you are. I heard many voices not cry out in silence. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you can catch us at uh, Twitter and uh, Gmail. Um, you can find us at uh, Cinemarks. Not Karl Marx. Uh, that's Cinemarx at uh, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, at gmail.com. Um, all of our music comes from Nike Schneid. You can uh, find all of his stuff at soundcloud.com slash Nike Schneid. Um, and I think that's all of our little links and doodads. So. Wow, we did it. We, we did do it. Uh, we, we, we done did it. <laughs> I know I won't be regretting this and wishing it went away. Oh. For Cinema Architects, I've been Robbie. Zoinks, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. (laughs) And I'm regretting nothing about this. (laughs) (laughs) Ruh-ro! That's good. Bye. We're always good.
Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye our listeners. <laughs> yeah, see you next time. I never know what to do with the ad. We'll be right back.